Thank uh, Mr. You. Liu, rebuttal? Thank you, Mr. Chief Justice. Just a few quick points. First, about the Winters decision. We read that decision as having basically two parts. One part of it is about the scope of the reservation that's granted to the Indians. That scope of reservation includes water. My friend described it as access to water. Justice Kagan, you asked, that seems different from how we're describing it. It is, and we're correct for two reasons. Look at, look at the nature of the right with respect to the land that's reserved under, under that reservation. There are no ensure access to land, build roads, build bridges as the land. There's no such duties with respect to the minerals, no such duties with respect to the timber. So if you compare the water to those other things that also come with the same bundle of sticks, we're right about what the right is being, what, what right is being conveyed. Also compare the Winders Doctrine, not just in the Indian context, but to every other context it applies, not just to Indian reservations, but to national monuments, national parks, national refuges, areas. In all of those other instances, this is a doctrine of reserved rights. Rights against interference, rights to use, rights to exclude. In none of those situations is it an affirmative duty. There's a second part of the Winters case. That's where the Indian canons come in. The Indians can't Indian canons came in to construe the cession of land that was at issue in that agreement. That agreement took the Indians' land, they ceded a lot of it, kept some of it. The question was, when they ceded a lot of it, did they cede the water with it? The Indian canon came in to construe that cession, and the answer was no, they didn't cede it with it. Because Winters can't be doing all the work, my friend needs to point to something outside Winters as a source of this duty. It can't be Winters itself. So what do they point to? It's the treaty. The treaty doesn't do the work for it. We agree water is implicit in one part of the treaty. It's Article 2 of the treaty that makes the reservation. We do not think water is implicit in all the other agricultural provisions. No one thinks seeds means water. No one thinks agricultural implements means water. Seeds mean seeds, and agricultural implements mean agricultural implements. So uh, the, the treaty doesn't support them. This idea that we at least have a duty to do some sort of common law trust accounting is contrary to this court's cases that say you can't import those common law duties until the tribe has gone through the threshold step of establishing a duty in a statute, treaty, or, uh, or regulation. And so while those duties might make sense if the government were a private trustee that had taken on all the, duciary, all the duties of a, of a conventional fiduciary, they don't make sense when Congress is in the driver's seat and can decide how to shape the contours of the trust relationship. I think my friend said, if the, if the tribe can engage in full self-help, then there's no claim here. Well, the, the tribe can engage in full self-help. It can fund its own infrastructure projects. It can tap the groundwater on the reservation today. There's no impediment. It can assert its own winter's claims. I see my time is up. Thank you, Thank you. counsel. The case is submitted. The honorable court is now adjourned until tomorrow at 10 o'clock. <laughs>